0: It's the Slightly Crap Film Podcast, with me, Howell Roberts, and him,
1: Ed Southall.
0: Slightly crap film podcast again, isn't it, Ed? It is. How are you doing, Hal? How's things? I'm all right, thanks. It's all happening round here. Brilliant. Well,
1: old... I, I'm just going to quickly intro this this podcast in case people yeah. haven't listened to it before. Uh, yeah. This is the slightly crap film podcast, as you as you've just heard. And what we do in here is we we have a bit of a catch up between two friends, and I think I can call him a friend now. Hell um, yeah. <laughs> And then we move on to talk about some of our favourite slightly crap films. And yeah. we, we don't mean that as, a, as a anything other than a term of endearment. Um, it's films
0: that perhaps critics don't particularly enjoy, but we absolutely love. Yeah, we, we, we've got a right. We've, we've been doing it, haven't we, for a while now. And um, Indeed. And it's, it's just like there's almost too much stuff. We were just saying that at the end of the last one, we could have gone for another half hour, I reckon.
1: Yeah, Bonk I think carry-ons. I, we, we could just do three hour podcasts, but you know
0: what? I don't think many people are tuning. <laughs> I, having said that, though, mate, a lot of the podcasts I listen to are quite long and uh, and stuff. To be honest, Al, I got stuff yeah. to do. You, have, you are a busy man. Everyone knows you're a busy man. It's not easy being you, is it, as you often tell me? It's um, not. <laughs> <laughs> Not always funny either. <laughs> oh, Although
1: I, uh, I I did that conference thing the other day. That was dead exciting. I, if what, if what people weren't listening in previous episodes, I did it. I did a, my first online conference. Uh, well, I did two oh, in yeah. one day actually. Um, and it was really funny. And it was and it was recorded so that people could watch it afterwards. And I think it's on YouTube now. Um, wow. But like you know, big numbers compared to to an in person one because they're not held down by capacity so much. Um, and loads and loads of lovely feedback and, and this was one of the nice things and it sounds it sounds kind of narcissistic in some ways but um, it's really nice to hear positive feedback I think we all enjoy that sort of thing and when you do it in person you don't get so much because people are moving on to another workshop or they're a bit embarrassed yeah. to come and talk to you or whatever I'm sure those are the reasons um, yeah, those are the reasons <laughs> that no one
0: came to speak to you at the end that's why they were walking out you know wiping their eyes um, yeah, halfway something. through.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but when you do it online,
1: because they're all on the keyboards anyway, you get you get mm. pretty instant feedback, and you get loads more of it. So I was really, it yeah. was really humbling and lovely to get loads and loads of people saying nice things. And is um, that all on YouTube now, then, mate? It is. Yeah, I suppose I could post a link in the in, in yeah, the thread know, when we post this
0: out. But that was great. Don't see yeah. why you shouldn't, and we can give you some honest feedback. Quite. get the keyboard warriors out yeah Um, get get them all out they'll all come out in the
1: woodwork then but I'll tell you there's there's different stresses there's different stresses to online conferences when you do one in person it's all about the nerves five minutes before but when you've done it so many I know you've done them way more than I have Mm. but when you've done them a while you, you, you still get those nerves but you know that they go as soon as you're in front of people Um, or at least that's my experience of it but online you've got like weird nerves that that kick in days before you get like anxiety about internet connection and um, you know just just whether the people that are organizing it know their way around the software if they're hosting it and stuff and and they have Mm. to be fair I'm not not suggesting anyone didn't but these are just new worries for me it's a new world
0: it is a new world. I mean, mate, we've all had to adapt, and um, I've been chronicling on here the ways I've been adapting, and and <laughs> I've I've done a couple of um, online um, conferences. I've mm. done somewhere I've been I've videoed myself and just sent a YouTube link, and then there's been. Um, I did one the other day where I had to just repeat the same session three times. But what was nice on Zoom is that, um, well, I know you get it on the other platforms as well, but on Zoom, which is what we were using, there were you could see the chat and people were just being right nice. Mm. There were people were just being lovely and like because I'd actually started it off by saying I quite like it when people laugh out loud. And I think when I'm in an audience, I'm not a person who does laugh out loud, but I could be really enjoying something. But I really thrive. If I've done a gag, I'm really buzzing when everyone laughs. But unfortunately, on Zoom, you don't get that. So what happened the other day on the conference I was doing, people were like going, ha, 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 in the chat, which was I thought were really kind. To be yeah. honest, and that you know, it was that hashtag be kind, and and that's what it was. It was it was um, just a really nice, generous thing that. was brilliant. Doing. I
1: have to say that I don't think it's always like that. I spoke to a couple no. of um, audience members for the one that I did, and it, not not mine specifically, but the, the the conference that I took part in had like I don't know mm. twenty workshops or whatever and one of the audience members of my one went to see some other ones as well Yeah, and he said that that sometimes people were quite rude as well because they're they're not there in person, they feel like they can put in the comments that they're not enjoying it or something, I was like oh Oh, thank god God. (laughs) 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 thank god I didn't get that in mind but I mean Jesus can you imagine live presenting and getting a feedback feed on the right saying this is a bit crap (laughs) yeah this bloke's an idiot you don't want that do you I <laughs> well, suppose exactly. you could like see it and then turn it off, but then you know it's happening when, but you just can't yeah. see
0: it. So, well, having said that, I suppose it's just a live version of the Amazon review, Ed, which we've <laughs> talked about before. Where you got that's some it. keyboard warrior thinking, I'm going to get my own revenge now for being a disappointing human. <laughs> <laughs> bought, it on, bought it on Kindle, then found it
1: for
0: 24p cheaper later one star <laughs> yeah. one star who do what a con what an absolute con this book is crap it's not been written yet mate oh. um, well it's gonna be I'm gonna keep bringing that up every few weeks you um, should do it should <laughs> yeah anyway what
1: mate. have you been up to
0: sorry oh mate well I've been watching great. I've been watching where I live in the village I live we had um, the travelling community uh, arrived <gasps> oh <laughs> they were in the kicked. park by me as well oh, maybe mate, the same one it just, it just melts Facebook you know those we've got a <laughs> local Facebook page yeah I think most villages do and it's like you know it's usually things like oh isn't it lovely about the flowers at the end of the lane or pictures of dog poo you know it's <laughs> just one or the other that's about it and um, <laughs> Has anyone got any use for this? And it's a picture of just some shite in the corner of someone's garden. Has anyone got any use for this? And you know, there's <laughs> twenty comments going, Oh I think someone could do an upcycle project with that. I, yeah, anyway.
1: we, had, we had some locally <laughs> for us as well, and um, I just posted something along the lines of Oh, you know, it's difficult times at the moment with lots of redundancies. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they're just struggling. And someone yeah. replied with that like, they seem a bit organised for that. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. They if you'd if you'd um, if you'd look Looked at the feeds that we were, I were looking at on, on on our Facebook. The the travelling community moved in, and let's be right about it. Uh, and I, you know, I'm not prejudiced in any way, but they broke into the field. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know,
0: they, they dismantled you know the long established fence work. I'm not saying they were wrong to do that. I'm just saying that they did. Look, they And up. it it just honestly, it just it's been it's been like. Live East Enders, <laughs> but just in our village for the last uh, two weeks. It's been proper tense, and the council have been terrible, and it and. It's because of the lefties, and then all this politics starts kicking off. Then a couple of racists join in. Good, it's the same everywhere, you know. Ever since, it's all because of the EU. Even, even the EU got involved, right? (laughs) But some people, when they're on Facebook, they're not. I don't know if they've been drinking half the time. One woman put that she was, she couldn't wait to leave the UK. I think she meant EU. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I can't wait to leave the UK because then all going? these problems will be over. And I thought—I mean, I don't join in. I'm very much a lurker there. But it's—that's yep. um, it, been quite exciting. Um, it sounds Steve, like quite a
1: village where you live. I think oh, I think every it, week we have a story about I know your there's always some going off.
0: Steve, he's been back on. Um, he's been. I saw him checking his roof again. From I don't know if you remember him from a few episodes oh, he's, he's ago. he's notorious he likes, to me. He, that clean, he cleans his roof, and yeah. um, he, he's been back up again. I noticed just uh, last week. I give him a shout, like he was all right. He waved carefully because he's going to get blown off one day. We
1: had a TV crew on our street this week. Was it something to do with COVID? No, no. Uh, the, the the house opposite me. Yeah. um Drug dealer. They've bought, <laughs> they bought it to do it up and it's like one of these home improvement E programmes. Uh, <laughs> is it? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, absolutely. I, this is not but just... Is and um, they... they, But the people, they've been doing up this house for months and months and months, like periodically. They just disappear yeah. for months and then come back. And um, one of our neighbours was like, oh, it's so-and-so, like on Facebook or whatever. Did you see this person in the morning? And it's like some... Celeb who presents this show. I, don't, I, I can't give you any more details because I've just It's not got that no one when idea. everyone
0: cries at the end, is it? Is it that one where everyone cries at the uh, end? Sure. I've no idea. Um, oh. But
1: anyway, so she was
0: like super excited that this
1: Celebrity guy was on our street filming. Who who was it? I was telling Kate, this is months ago now, but they came back recently. I was telling Kate months ago, and I was like, Did you? Apparently, there was a celeb on our street. And she was like, Was it that dickhead that I nearly ran over on the way home that wouldn't get out of my way? I was like yeah it probably was yeah because he was just stood in the street filming his shit side there in a the car going I'm trying to get home I've been at work all day
0: brilliant get out of the yeah. goddamn road <laughs> get out of the road otherwise you will be an ex celebrity
1: anyway they're back or they've been back yeah. this
0: week um, I still want to know who that celebrity is God, I don't know. I'd have to go oh, troll through it?
1: Facebook again and find out who it oh, was. But, right, um, yeah,
0: okay, yeah. I don't know. He looked very tanned back then. Oh, I know who it is. I like him. <laughs> I'm glad she didn't run him over. <laughs> I, I think, don't think she's I'm thinking of. She was. She's furious, isn't she? Wait till she hears some of the episodes that we've done where she features. And then we've had we've had the local fuming.
1: news around today. Not on our street, but a few streets over, because um, yeah. there's been a house explosion two roads down. Or five rows down, just just on I mean, the street anyway.
0: Joking it's all aside, off. It's all who doesn't off. love an house explosion? Oh, I mean, wow. I don't want anyone in it when it happens, but it's there it's was that a, awful. The, it's like the, a Hamlet <laughs> Hamlet cigar advert from the seventies where you're at, you come home. And you find just a gap where your house was. <laughs> yeah, like, and then someone was sat on bath, the fence kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> sat in a deck chair. <laughs> That's ace, isn't it?
1: Hey, well, we had mate, the air, you... we had the air ambulance parking at, uh, parking at the scout hut. It's all going on. What's happened at scout hut? No, nothing. Too many it's just dim, that dim, was dim near dims.
0: the house, and that there, there was a space, space to land. <laughs> Why did they land there, though? It was hurt. She didn't run him over, did she?
1: <laughs> she had a good go.
0: <laughs> she ran over him and then reversed. I
1: believe, I believe, no one was injured or the, or one person was, but not not seriously. So it's just, oh. you know. oh, but, but
0: there was a big bang. You see, and,
1: and you know, you you know all what all neighbourhoods that? are like. Everyone's out on the street like, oh, what
0: was that? What was that? They, they they all come out, don't they, onto the onto the doorsteps, and they don't. Then they realise they don't know why they're there, so they just start clapping. I think it's
1: terrorists. I think it's the <laughs> NHS. Start clapping. Yeah, I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> they don't they I get have no very idea. So, so there's not been much drama f- in my life, but but in uh, yeah uh, in the neighbourhood,
0: plenty. It's all happening. It's all around. happening. Well, yeah. as I say, that's been the headline material round here. Mm. Um, we had um, what else did what else happened? Something else happened. Oh, you know a celebrity, anyway, Ed, yeah. and I'll tell you who that celebrity is. Come <laughs> on. Me, <laughs> I am now a celebrity. No, I've, I've been oh, you doing You've this. Been work. Filming, yeah. Did you see it? I was right. It was pretty watched my you know? film, Ed. That's all I've been having on text messages from you. Have you watched me film? No, it's not out yet, but yeah. it's um, it, and I've, it's not. i am still giving it a one star review on Amazon, <laughs> yeah. Please, yeah. Oh, that's good. It was you, and uh, and but I might be slightly crapping it. That's all I'm saying. That's I'm right. slightly crapping the fact that it's getting done because they sent me the they sent me uh, the introduction that I filmed and I yeah. filmed on location in Manchester yeah. with these proper proper filmmakers mate. They were they they were they, they were dressed like um they were proper pros. They had like black t-shirts on and shorts and they were mm. all like they, they were all like proper pro they had all the gear not drugs all I love, the cameras I, I love and all that, that
1: I love that professional to you is a black t-shirt and shorts
0: mate it was enough for me I actually <laughs> said was this a deliberate thing or an accident when I saw them all and it was great and I'm, it's a teacher thing and it's coming out in September but it won't be at Cineworld it'll be online no, but no, no. I, I was just it was a really nice experience because Uh, What was strange about it was everyone was chilled out and laid back. And I realised it's because education, when you're working in an institution or as part of an institution or for an institution, everybody is stressed out, (laughs) understandably, right? So... Everyone's got loads of stuff that they've got to do, and there's only one of them, and there's only a certain amount of time. Everything's yeah. finite, isn't it? But these guys, when I was filming, they're all like chilled out entertainers. They were proper, like good fun to be with, and I ju- they, they just put me at my ease totally. And it felt different. It felt a different way of working. Mm. I felt like I was auditioning for the one show. I thought, I, could, <laughs> I thought, by the time I'd finished, I thought, I'm really good at this. Did That's feels, how they made me special? feel. And feel for yeah i all. did i did, did i did yeah i did feel uh, very special actually I'm um and i was uh it was good it was good and so that was a big thing that i did in the last week did i ever tell I you about really the um, and
1: this is a story for another time but i did a
0: car advert for
1: mazda once <laughs>
0: Yeah, you did. You texted me, going, I said something like, Hi, Ed, is it possible to have a meeting today about the um, curriculum next year? And you went, I'm sorry, I'm not available today because I'm filming a Mazda advert. And I didn't really know you very well. I thought, chuff me, what a toss piece. <laughs> yeah, what a dickhead. I, I didn't. I didn't. I thought, in Ed, just amazing <laughs> as I called you then because I didn't know you very well I actually thought isn't Mr. Edward Southall <laughs> amazing isn't he amazing that's what I thought to myself. well it's a story
1: for another day but I was I was okay. treated
0: like a king and I think that, were it, I, don't, I
1: think they, they split it up into about six parts and only two got released <laughs>
0: Why? What? Was it the law of diminishing returns? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right, well that didn't hit quite as there. well as, as as we expected. Let's release one more. No. that's like the time I did a film for um, I did a film for the government uh, in somewhere like Saudi Arabia which at the time I didn't realize I was doing it I was doing it through someone else through someone else I just ended up in a classroom with a film crew and a load of kids right I'm not gonna embellish this story too much this is for another day but I ended up making a film which I realized towards the end of filming that what they really wanted was some sort of propaganda film for teachers (laughs) in Saudi Arabia that would encourage them not to just hit the kids that was basically it It wasn't about learning it wasn't about teaching it was basically we don't want them to hit the kids anymore Go make a film about it, but I didn't realise it. I was too naive, and I couldn't. Re- I couldn't infer anything. I just basically was quite buzzing, like like I was the other day, having a film crew in front of me. Yeah. It, were mint. it was mint. It was mint. It's nice to be buzzing. treated nice, isn't it? It is, and it's nice not to be involved in um, educational politics of the Middle East.
1: Indeed, yeah.
0: Just, just saying, it's,
1: it's quite nice to avoid that sometimes. Just saying. I was just immersed saying, in that mate. for four years, but again, we're just, we're just pull it, putting loads of threads out of there for other stories for other days. Hey, but, so. the other
0: thing, mate, I tell you that we've done in our house. Right, our young'un, our Tommy, he were born yep. in 2005, right? Yep. And all during the pregnancy, um, we sat on a sofa and we watched all the X-Files, right? So in about okay. 2004 into 2005... We we watched all the X Files and at a lot of fabs. You know, fab lollies. Fab lollies, oh I do, yeah. Yeah. One night me and me and my wife had eight each. <laughs> each I, Yeah. Jesus eight Christ. fabs. I didn't feel well at the end. I'll bet. But but the thing is with a fab lolly, and I don't know if anyone else agrees, let us know if anyone else agrees with this they are proper lovely when you're eating them uh, are but they still nice afterwards. after eight um, no I'd say it was <laughs> over the top I think I, I managed ninth, to stop so her there having a ninth I think she was up for carrot cracking on yeah, but she's but got an excuse
1: though she's pregnant at the she time, had though. an
0: excuse No, she. I was just there to help and show yeah. me moral fibre and moral support it was you're, a bit like in a lockdown yeah, I was an enabler. The beginning of lockdown, I think the first two weeks of lockdown, me and, me and my wife had about 60 packets of frazzles each. Yeah. Just, just we had crisps for two I think, weeks. I like, think, yeah, I've holidays.
1: eaten a lot of Haribo kettle chips. Yes. Um, the whole, Stuff just, like that. A, a whole range.
0: So, <laughs> so, hey, what crap did you eat at the beginning of lockdown that you realised was a mistake? Let oh, us know. I'll tell you what
1: my other big news is just, just to move away from frazzles that. for a sec I thought you'd finished about your film story is it still going? no
0: oh, no God. I'm just letting you know that what uh, we've done since well, we you, last you told, said well to fabs when you <laughs> I just got lost in the reverie right, yeah so that was 2005 now in 2000 and, just in case you know we, we redo this podcast yeah. in the future yeah. in yeah. 2000 and, um, <laughs> we've started watching the x-files again from the beginning and i'd like to report to you and the listenership that mm. it is brilliant full of skill and it's top-notch telly Still. And it's all free on amazon prime which mm-hmm. isn't free but it's on amazon prime and it is just brilliant the x-files and i'm loving it because can't quite remember all the little plot points it's yeah. ace have you
1: seen the, so there you go. the the the? Didn't they do a, at least one or two new series as well? Like in the last they five did, years, they,
0: they did a mini season of I think about six episodes. Mm. I, I don't. I, I, I kind of. I will watch those again when, when it gets to the right point and we're going to slot the films in at the right point there's two movies as well to yeah. slot in yeah. um, so I'm going to slot those in but I'll, I'll keep everyone up to speed on that so we're on season two already and there's 24 episodes in a season that's a yeah, lot the America's a bit balmy that
1: way isn't it they do, mm. they do a lot of episodes per season and we do like six on, and then
0: we're just like a bit bored now. <laughs> yeah, we think, we do three. Think, yeah, bit, bit we'll do a bit tired. Yeah. yeah. The audience can't cope with much more. I feel like that's wrapped yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're barely introduced after the three
1: episodes. <laughs> yeah, there's oh, nowhere that, else to no, go. I haven't watched it. I haven't even started season two of, of Oz Dark because each one's tons of episodes. Yeah, it's mint, though, that Ozark. Oh, yeah, I I will. Is it Ozark Ozark, or Ozdark? I thought it was Ozark. Ozdark does sound a bit stupid. I'll go with Ozark. Sounds like someone off Doctor Who. (laughs) Sounds like someone's bad dog name. (laughs) Yeah. Ozdark! Ozdark! Ozdark, stop pissing on the... Yeah, Okay. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So my other news is that my children, uh, two of them, have gone back to school. (gasps) Oh! it's That's all kicking amazing. off
0: it's all kicking have off have they gone in Hamzat suits or hazmat suits <laughs> hazmat suits yeah. hazmat <laughs> suits <laughs> sorry about that yeah.
1: no I, um, so the five year old went back last week um, yeah. and he's absolutely we were a bit nervous about oh. it we, we held off a couple of weeks he could have gone back a few weeks ago but we held off Um, and then they basically sent an email that said look if you don't bring your kid in soon that's fine but they're not coming in again this year if you don't and we were like I should probably put him in then (laughs) oh right okay so we've put him in um, and he's having a lovely 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 time um oh that's that's brilliant oh and he's settled into it so well and he's i mean he's such a sweet he skips to school how i mean how adorable oh, he, is that, he that that's
0: awesome yeah um
1: so he's loving that and then the middle child who's transitioning to middle school in september he's got i think four days of school starting from today so so he's in just for a little while and then the eldest yeah. uh you know it, tough <laughs> he gets back in <laughs> September
0: Yeah, is he <laughs> so he's quietly dead bored at,
1: well I know he's oh, dead bored man. at the moment because normally he's got his brothers to bounce off a little bit and for the next yeah. few days it's just him and, and me and Kate and, and we're working so he's just sitting there yeah. oh, um, obviously doing his schoolwork
0: yes yes yeah. yes of course yes.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's been exciting oh, it was a bit nerve wracking at first putting him back in but to be honest I think I'm I'm happy for them that they're happy. I, I, I think that's the simplest way of putting it
0: yeah mm. and well it feels like it is, we're sort of grasping at normality aren't we I mean everything's yeah. up in the air still isn't it and we've we've kind of chronicled the lockdown a little bit just through the podcast mm. and um, it's it'll be a good little reminder of how things were but it certainly feels like there's a little bit of normality starting to seep in I know for some yeah. people it might seem totally normal and, and now and for some others it, it might still feel very very strange I mean in my other life as a, a, a an owner of a brewery for example we've been under some pressure to be opening Mm. our bars up but we're not gonna because it's too soon and and the guidance is, is almost as dodgy and Oh, you know unhelpful as yeah. the school the guidance that schools have been having not as bad I must say but yeah. um yeah we've it, so we've just been holding out really because I don't know some of the big players you know your weather spoons is and things like that they'll be opening straight away and making an absolute killing on the 4th of July mm. but um I think I think the sensible thing that a lot of other bars and pubs and breweries are doing is just to hold fire and yeah. you know everyone's struggling in that in that sector the hospitality Sector everyone's yeah. struggling, but as soon as they open, um, I encourage our listenership to get out and support them as much as they can. Yeah, especially the uh, the smaller ones. Yeah, <coughs> absolutely. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so, so anyway, that's that's me pretty much up to date. Have you got anything more to add yeah. before we kick on with the
0: main I d- feature? I don't. I don't think so. I think. I think um, in terms of watching an arg I've just been. It's just been a bit of a, an X Files blur, to be honest. Mm. Um, but I've been watching some movies, and I'll, I'll talk about them as we're going through. I've um, just been. Um, as I say, it's been that a gentle slide to normality, I think, that is the best way to put it. Um, I've, I've been making visits to dropping stuff off at charity shops and things like that as a result yeah. of all the sorting and tidying we've been doing. Oh, yeah, doing we're, over the we're last doing up our months. house.
1: At the moment, our house is a stake because yeah. I've got a four metre long carpet that I can't get up the stairs that is just rolled up in the kitchen until next Thursday oh no yeah. <laughs> I've got a radiator in a box <laughs> waiting for the plumber oh, to come around yeah. who's coming around in oh, a few yeah. days um, yeah I've just ordered a, fr- uh, a, a door because we're knocking a hole in the wall to put a door into outside so it's, yeah. kick- it's all going on it's all oh, happening isn't it yeah we're ordering new furniture for the rooms and so I, I mean I'm sure many people have had this but when, you, when you're in your house a lot you look at it a lot yeah. more and go
0: Right, either we need a bigger house or we need to do some work here. Yeah, <laughs> I think, th- I th- yeah, yeah, there's been a lot of that. And I know uh, we're currently selling my mum's house because my mum, as as list- regular listeners will know, is in a, a very brilliant uh, care home, mm. uh, nurse uh, care home, actually, and um, she's she's buzzing with that. Um, but the house, uh, suddenly it's getting viewed. I'm not saying every day, but the, mm. the viewings obviously are now, there's a lot of interest in it because I think a lot of people, if they're not not extending the houses or doing something with the house they've got they're, they're looking thinking we need some more chuffing room yeah. you know we, we can't cope <laughs> living together just the two of us in this in this flat so we need an house yeah so there's been a bit of that going on i've noticed so yes. yeah it'd be interesting to see how things develop but i still think it is strange times but it's it feels like the the, the, the fingers of normality are starting to caress our foreheads. That's
1: a horrendous metaphor. Thank you. It is,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes,
1: it is. Thank you. Right. Yes.
0: I'm ready. So, are you ready? I'm ready. So, shall I just crack on? I'm, I'm just going to. we Put it out. I need, there. I need,
1: I need us to oh. pause for a jingle. Yes. Pause. Oh, yeah sorry. sorry. Pause. Slightly quite crap films.
0: I love that jingle. Oh, the so way good. you put that together, <laughs> I, it just gets me every time. Honestly, did you God. know I'm is it?
1: grade eight on the recorder?
0: I can I can tell that <laughs> I can tell that, mate. Honestly, if if anyone who hears that will say, he must be grade eight. Him, if, well, if I'll tell you, if if anything else, if you want to book else. me for
1: a for a lockdown concert, I yeah. am
0: available. Yeah. <laughs> we we. The Pied Piper <laughs> Assist It. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bit of jazz yeah. recorder.
1: <laughs> right, so here we go. Right. Slightly crap films. Yeah. Um, yeah. Slightly, slightly quite crap films, I should say. Um, yeah, that's the full s- title. So last week we talked about looking at some um, low budget independent British films. Um, yeah. And the British part, I think, is, was in part because we're British. But also, if we don't narrow it down a little bit, that's a very, very big field.
0: Well, um, yeah. Yeah.
1: And I know you talked a little bit last time um, about uh, a fantasy film called Hawk yeah. the Slayer. Which and is mint and i've 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 seen that now so i'm happy for us (laughs) i'm sorry a little bit about that yeah that's two hours i'll never get back um (laughs) and then we've got a couple of recommendations well a few recommendations one of which i've watched and i think you might have seen one or two of the ones that were mentioned too so we've got quite a lot to get through um yeah
0: well yeah okay mate well can i I, i'll just put my my bit in here because i thought it was a good a good um request that to the listeners uh, about give us some examples Mm. but what i realized very quickly even even thinking just about low budget british it's massive and 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 uh, i think probably it's it's almost like we should have well or you we can, do can all, just do it again do a and think podcast, about genre a
1: whole podcast yeah. forever yeah. about that so
0: yeah um. I mean just genre and filmmakers who are cool and mm. and stuff like that I'm it's, sure it's um, a topic we'll revisit a few times yeah yeah definitely so um, right. I'm Sh- Go shall on. I give you my first Go impressions on. of Hawk the Slayer well, can, as a well, do you know what I really want to get this out there first because I've, I think I've returned to this theme a few times just even in the podcast we've done in lockdown and it's about emotional tapestry and it's this idea of things that kind of stick with you from childhood that you kind of mm. carry with you through your life and and you know jaws is is a really good example of that for me as a as a, yeah. as a as a man now but as a boy seeing jaws i just it's a really important part of my life um, and films are um but let me talk about hawk the slayer because <laughs> I'm, which is a 1980 fantasy movie very low budget um, British film, and I'm going to let Ed take over in a second, but the re- I just wanted to give listeners the, the reasons why I think this is a really uh wonderful um film <laughs> because it's it fits the remit of this podcast, perfectly does. by the way, <laughs> and it um and for me I watched it when it was 1980 it came out and I'm I'm pretty sure it had a showing on television now I intended to check this because there will be somewhere on the internet where I could find that out I'm pretty sure it had a showing on either ITV or Channel 4 Hmm. um, when I was probably about 13 14 maybe a bit older and I, I caught it without really knowing it and I absolutely loved it and the reason i really wanted to see it was because the f- the the artwork for the film which i have put twittered and put on facebook yeah. the poster for the film for its cinema release i mean it it had a low key release it was uh, on a double bill uh, with something else that i can't remember now but it was the artwork is just brilliant it's one of those um, Film posters where it's magnificent and there is no way the film is going to live up to it. Yeah, yeah. You know, unlike, say, Star Wars or one well, of the classic very, movies. Very, but very like Deathstalker from an earlier episode. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So you've got Deathstalker and then you've got someone, you know, Terry Marcel, the maker of, um, of Hark the Slayer, clearly. Um, had an eye on things like... um, Well, actually, things like the Conan comics and stuff like that from back in the day. Because this is before, like, Conan the Barbarian. Was this before Beastmaster as well? Yes, this is before all those. So we've got to sort of say, okay at least they were trying this is before Krull yeah. this is before all those fantasy movies this was kind of a and bit I, of a a response to Star Wars I think
1: yeah and I guess, I guess this was a roll of the dice in some ways and as were all those other ones and some of them hit and some of them didn't but I yeah. believe this one I don't know if it hit at the time but it's certainly got a cult cool following now hasn't it
0: yeah I, and and I know why and I think it's down to it I think it's down to the vi- the, the artwork hmm. I think it's down to the video artwork as well because it was one of those early VHS releases when VHS <laughs> home video really kicked in can I Port just say you could, was,
1: if you were the director of the film and you yep. read a review and the best thing they had to say about it was well the artwork is brilliant <laughs> no I, I think he'd totally
0: accept it well I I, I, I I know. I feel All bad the are because, like, but 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 me. I know. <laughs> well, no, I'll talk about the actors in a bit. Uh, but I, 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 what I like, well, I'll go into why I like it. But I'll listen to your review in a minute. But I think a lot of it is emotional, and I think it, yeah. that's true of a lot of things, isn't it? Just me describing the X Files earlier as it happened. I loved the X Files, but it's got a huge emotional weight attached mm. to it for me as well because of my family and my life. My whole life now, you know, it's 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 there as a as a circle in my tree stump, as it were. It's it's, so, it's,
1: it's quite akin to listening to some crap music from the nineties or the eighties or something. That if anyone listened yeah. to now, they'd be like, "That is a pile of crap."
0: But if yeah, you listen
1: to that, it, yeah, it, it, it's got so much bag- like positive yeah. baggage with it that takes you to a place and a time and a and an event and whatever. Yeah. that's what makes it great. As opposed to the, the the quality of the and even at the time the quality of the music was considered good, but under today's standards it's obviously a different lens, really. But
0: um, I, I, it's, it's yeah. that kind of thing, I mean, isn't it? Nostalgia, it is, I and suppose. It's, it's nostalgia. Do you know? It is nostalgia, but nostalgia is something that's been marketing marketed. I think you know, and I think nostalgia is, is it, it can, can be something that's exploited. Whereas for me, it's just a personal thing. I remember sitting at home, seeing it, Hawk the Slayer loving the artwork and I remember asking my mate Darren uh, if he could get me the film poster because he used to keep me in supply with film posters which I believe he acquired from the Odeon in in Burry, <laughs> uh, back in the day, I don't know how he acquired them. God, you know,
1: I, used, I used to ask video shops for the posters when the films yeah. went out of rotation. That was that was oh what yeah, did, no,
0: I, I, absolutely, absolutely, that's yeah. what he did. It was great, and yeah, so um, it, it comes from that stable. Like a lot of films that I enjoy from this time, they, they've just got this emotional content. There's, um, I mean, I've just got a Blu-ray delivery just the last couple of days of a film called Force Ten. From Navarone with um, Harrison Ford and Robert Shaw mm. which is a sequel a belated sequel to guns of Navarone it probably is slightly crap and i 'm going to rewatch it but I will love it i 'm telling you I will yeah. love it because of um, the this um, this what did you say a minute ago? This baggage, this positive baggage yeah. that it has, and this 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 resonance that it has to me. Well, and I'm sure you know everyone listening to this, both of you listening to this, you will be able to <laughs> to think of films that do the same same thing to you. So go on, Ed. I, I can't believe you sat. Oh, to, this is the beauty of the lockdown. You sat at ten o'clock this morning and watched Hark the Slayer.
1: Yeah, it 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 was an event <laughs> <laughs> it's an event movie <laughs> I, uh, to be honest it felt almost identical to um, death but without the the higher certificate so it's like yeah. a low it's a it's a non-adult version uh, and i think it's fair to say death is intended for an adult audience um of the same sort of thing like a like a fantasy genre film um hmm. I didn't really know what was going on half the time apart from the idea that Jack Palance is is a bad guy and has murdered some people that have annoyed some other people and then years later it's it's essentially a a slightly long-winded revenge plot of I'm going to go through the woods a lot and pick up some characters and stuff's going to happen along the way. Yeah. I think I've got that right what I realised yeah. after watching this film is that I really don't like Jack Balance at all <laughs> God rest his soul every scene he was Ball in time. I was like oh for God's sake man you are yeah. awful um, and, and I think part of it is uh, maybe I'm reading too much into it but he's obviously the big name in the film at the time yeah. or at least he yeah, appears yeah, to yeah, be to me, to me anyway um, yeah. and he, he just, it felt like a lazy job for him like all the others are trying really hard and trying to yeah. put a bit of oomph into it and he's just like I don't know annoying one of the lines that he says I mean this is just so typical of the, of the dialogue that he has in particular um, <laughs> he says to cool. um, one of the other main
0: the, the protagonist of the movie he says turning her love for me to hate with your silvery tongue <laughs> oh now there's some beautiful lines in this and okay. then he's talking
1: to it. um to one of the nun characters who is Annette Crosby from One Foot in the Grave One Foot in the Grave, yeah she's kidnapped (laughs) and she says to him I know the art of curing shall I tend your face and he's got this mask on that covers half of his face and his reply is there is
0: no cure for this face woman (laughs) I mean, now you're reenacting it I'm loving it even more
1: and because he calls her old woman yeah. all the way through, but he's sixty-one in the movie. <laughs> I worked this out. Yeah, and she's forty-six. <laughs> Is, <laughs> and
0: he's, she? And Is she? She's trying to get
1: in bed with the with the with the the fe- the main female actress, and she's twenty-six. Kat triona Ka- McCauley yeah Macaulay, Macaulay. Macaulay,
0: And and the the uh, the guy who plays <laughs> Hark, which I want to talk about, the guy who plays Hawk he's on John Terry, not yeah. the footballer. No,
1: I was disappointed he, he, that it wasn't. He the was footballer.
0: on. He was only 30, right? And he is supposed to be Jack Palance's brother. Brother, because, indeed. Yeah, and at the beginning, the classic cult actor Ferdy Maine, who was in some Polanski movies, he's their dad. And he's actually younger than Jack Palance, I think. Or, or a few years older, about two years older than him or something. But it's it's like some... when Sean Connery plays Harrison Ford's dad. Yeah, and they're about
1: the same in, age. In that. Indeed. Yeah. Um, and it, but I, it does have a charm, and there were, there were things about it that you just don't get with modern movies at all, but you always get with movies from that, that age. And that's like things like there's there's a character in it with a crossbow and when there's an action hmm. sequence they essentially take two f- two still frames of the crossbow one with it loaded and one with it shooting and just awesome, loop them so it looks like yeah. it's like shooting like a machine gun it's, it's just ace that then it <laughs> and then the yeah. someone shooting an arrow and they just repeat the clip but speed it up oh, the so we're shooting about yeah. 700 arrows at once yeah. so it's so bad and then the but scenes I remember that look like they're filming someone's garden it- and, 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 <laughs> I and, thought and, it was and, amazing <laughs> <laughs> you think there's a wheelie bin in the background. <laughs> and then there's this really huh? bizarre scene at the beginning. Like, this, I mean, this is so typical of the fantasy films. They ride through the woods a lot. Um,. Mm. And it's filmed, I think, in Buckinghamshire. And there's a there's a scene where you just see them riding riding across the camera, and in the in the, for, in the background and in the foreground, they've placed like a boa constrictor or something, and this snake yeah. just looks really grumpy because it's just yeah. in like autumn in Buckinghamshire, hanging off oh, a no. tree. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't I, look I just, right.
0: No, it, it, a lot there's a lot to be yeah it leaves a lot to be desired but the soundtrack oh man it needs a well, special if, mention because the soundtrack yeah, I'm going to mention was it.
1: stomping it uh, was. I, I don't know how to describe it because I don't know the names of the instruments other than saying synths but there's there's some yeah. really really uh, is common the right word the, the sort of synth sounds that were in everything in the late 70s yeah. and early 80s are all through this and they're so out of key with the tone of the film. It's just like every scene changes, then it's like...
0: <laughs> it's so bizarre.
1: Yeah. Um, but brilliant. And it, and it genuinely fires you up a little bit. You're like, oh, this is exciting. Um,
0: it... It's often I, when they're I, I riding. Li- I
1: did like it,
0: but I liked it yeah. because it's crap. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's perfect for this. And it, it, shall I just say mm. my piece about it? I oh, mean, so I've talked about yeah, the, it. Yeah, I've talked about the emotional stuff. But I'm really grateful that you found the time to watch <laughs> it, Ed. And did you watch it streaming? Was it? Um, yeah, I, I spent three pound fifty renting it. Can you believe that? Cripes, well that's three fifty I, I owe it? you, mate. I owe you that. <laughs> but I've got the Blu-ray. <laughs> That's how much I love You've this film! You've spent enough, young man. I have, and I've had it on DVD and I've had it on VHS, and it's in that list of films that I have never written down, where I've which I've owned on multiple formats because I just need I just need them in my life. Yeah. Hawk the Slayer, Terry Marcel's Hawk the Slayer is one of these films that I think is just great terry marcel the filmmaker about 10 years ago you can google him and you'll see about i think it was 10 years ago maybe five years ago he set up a crowdfunder because yeah. he wanted to fund the, the that sequel promised yeah, at the end that. of the film yeah, yeah. and yes because it, it finishes with him is yeah. it, am i allowed
1: to spoil this film yes yeah he, he <laughs> dies and then he's visited by a like a ghosty Spirity thing that essentially resurrects him, or is promising to resurrect him. Um, and then the the final scene is is the the good guys talking to uh, what do they call it, lady or or wom- yeah. no? They just call a woman. Of course they do. Yeah. Woman, what are you telling us? And and she's like some sort of prophet, and she's saying that that he's dead, but he's coming back, and and trouble is rising to the south, and they go south. Yeah, and,
0: yeah. Sorry, it's, it's basically the force (laughs) yeah it's the force isn't it and Jedi's and things but we haven't got the budget for that so we're going to just call him a slayer (laughs) because <laughs> that makes it sound like he's got blood on his hands. Now the thing is, Terry Marcel, the director, has done. He's 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 earned his stripes. And if you go and find go and do some research on him, you'll know that he's got a good pedigree. Yeah. Um, and he's he was um, the thing that stood out for me on his um, his resume was he was the second unit director on the film Snow, uh, Straw Dogs. Mm. You know, proper Sam Peckinpah um, film, which yeah. we could talk about at another time. But he, he, you know, he's got his and it, and basically he found him. Himself doing, or he's found himself doing stuff like this, and doing some. His last film, I think, was Jane the Lost and the Lost City, which I remember coming out um, years ago and to, to very very cool reviews. Yeah. Uh, pr- pretty much like Hawk the Slayer, people take the Mickey out of Ark the Slayer. They know everyone. I, I don't think it's trying to be anything more than it is they've managed to get Jack Palance in it that's buzzing um, they stick a mask on him which is um, quite funny and uh, uh, quite unpredictable and they um, they surround him with some uh, rep actors and you end up with um, Bernard Breslau and that's the link this is what got me thinking last time Bernard Breslau from Carry On Camping yeah. is in is in a scene with Jack Palance and you're like how did this happen it's that great meeting and he's playing um, it straight
1: as well it's, it's obviously a yeah. different role
0: but yeah yeah and, and and a couple of years after this he was playing a Cyclops in Krull <laughs> and um, you know it's, it's <laughs> It's, it's just days so you've got I love it when stuff like that happens when you've yeah. got actors who you, you, are difficult to connect are suddenly connected I really love that and I also love seeing the actors who are kind of just clearly jobbing actors who mm. have turned up on the day and are doing this for the day you've got Warren Clark who was in DL and Pasco you've, you've oh I noticed him in it he's not in it for long is he but he's there no he's torturing <laughs> a witch and then he has a scrap with Hawk and Warren Clark I just think was a mint actor he was just great and he was in Clockwork Orange if you didn't know yeah. he was in a Clockwork Orange he was a great actor and the other actor I really liked wasn't, like, wasn't he I in a
1: film called ID as well well, that's a brilliant oh, yeah, football. Yeah, hooligan a He's a right. Menace a yeah, right he, he's menace. on the
0: cover of the video with a baseball I bat had that on video. ID. Yeah, you might have done. Yeah. He's <laughs> got Reese Dinsdale in that as mm. well, who I like. Um, the other actor I'm thinking about in this is Derek O'Connor. Mm. Now, no you might not know who Derek O'Connor is, but I'll tell you who he is. He's in Lethal Weapon 2 <laughs> right. torturing Mel Gibson. Because Derek O'Connor plays the um, South African hitman who's killed Mel Gibson... What's he called in Lethal Weapon? I've forgotten. His missus in le- prior to oh, Lethal really? Weapon. Yeah, wow. and he plays the assassin. Now, Derek O'Connor's just in... Again, he's just in Hawk the Slayer for a few minutes. But I've got to just quickly mention T- John Terry, who plays Hawk, yeah. who, during an on-set interview... Um, that I read in preparation for this, he says to the he says to the journalist. This was in Starburst magazine in 1980. He said, "I don't really know what I'm here. Why I'm here, surrounded by all these actor types?" <laughs> <laughs> and you just say to yourself, oh, "I get it now. That's why you shit because you're not actually an actor." Um, as it happens. He he has subsequently appeared in some great stuff. I, I I was I, I was someone who was committed to the TV show Lost, yeah. and in the TV show Lost, he played the protagonist's father, who would um, oh, rock he? up. In, in Yes, he did, and he's quite a good, he's a good looking bloke. He's one of those blokes who looks a bit like you, Ed. Now you're getting a bit older, sort of growing into your own skin, <laughs> growing into and, your face,
1: uh, <laughs> growing into your
0: own face. Yeah, he plays do, the doctor, dad of um, I can't remember his name, but yeah. so John Terry not the footballer plays Hawk and in the scenes where he he's, he's having to emote uh, they just put a piece of they just put a, a cardboard box there mm. just to you know because he's got the charisma of a cardboard of box a desk <laughs> he's just it's just really dull. The charisma
1: of a desk. What a compliment! Yeah,
0: <laughs> you just think if they'd, got, but they, he was an American actor, and you mm. think that it's that international thing. Well, I think they had enough with Jack Palance. They could have easily have got a young, good British actor to yeah. play that yeah. part, and it might have had some uh, some scope to it. Now, the music, just really quickly, was written by. Someone who, who also wrote the screenplay with Terry Marcel, and that was Harry Robertson. And I I have got the vinyl, Ed. I've got the vinyl. I heard you mate, bought so. it
1: this week, didn't you? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Next time you come <laughs> to my house, I'm slipping that bad boy on without telling you. I, I could and quite
1: happily bop to it. It was quite
0: enjoyable. <laughs> it was. It's just totally. I can picture you and me in your kitchen having a boogie. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get the leets on. It's um. It's a disgrace, but absolutely brilliant, the soundtrack, and it's dead hard to get hold of, so I was dead buzzing when I got, got it on vinyl, because it's really hard to get, the CD yeah. costs a bomb. Is that because so no one will print it? It's because it's like one of them <laughs> rare things, I think, but I, I absolutely love it, it's brilliant, and I'm going to, I don't know how we're doing for time, but I've got to mention some of the people who got in touch, um, not just about this film, but Yeah, with some do, because
1: that'll link nicely into yeah. the film that I want to talk about, that the Lovely Beth recommended
0: okay yeah well basically one line from the film which I thought you were going to quote back to me that I'm going to quote back to you is one um, I can't remember the name of the character it's something like Rough Man 2 (laughs) he says the hunchback will have something to say about this oh he does yeah yeah which has got to be one of the most mint lines ever in a film so he has a right on to Jack Palance doesn't he in that scene he's like you don't yes. get to
1: tell me yeah. anything yeah Jack yeah and then he oh, dies and, and someone or no, his mate to dies doesn't he his mate opposite him he yeah. does see I didn't understand that bit because it looked like Jack Palance
0: basically just rubbed his neck and then he dropped dead <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah all the effects I think pretty much every special effect in that film was done in camera at the time. <laughs> so someone lobbing a snake in the foreground is about as high tech as it gets. Um there was no like there's no model work or anything like that. It is quite literally if we I mean you can practically see the smoke machine. Novels, oh yeah. It. Well the yeah. end is in snow, isn't it? And the snow blows up yeah, from the bottom left ping of the pong screen. <laughs> it's ping pong balls. It's uh, ping pong balls that um, right, give us yeah, give, give some honourable mentions of of some Yeah some, some honourable mentions on ones. Facebook and forgive me if I missed any. But um uh uh, my friend uh, Mick Crone, uh, who's a very, very, he's a very knowledgeable lad, uh, particularly about the world of fantasy and horror movies. He he suggested this. Uh, he said this was a good one, but he also suggested um, Warlords of Atlantis, right. which we, mu- if you've never seen those films, mate, you are missing a trick. I they are mint at the Earth's core and stuff like that. Yeah. But he also hilariously had an afterthought and later quoted Queen Kong. Now, for long-term listeners of this show, Craig, um, <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, uh, you, will, um, you will be aware of our love of Queen Kong. Yeah. Um, he also mentioned uh, a film with Christopher Lee, which I have on DVD somewhere behind me, which is a film called Funny Man, yeah. about a kind of, kind of Freddy Krueger jester let loose in a low-budget British castle. Brilliant, uh, and that's a pretty <laughs> cool hilarious. movie. And um, and also, um, Gav Cross, our mate on Facebook, mm. he's he's a good friend of the show. He he mentions a film called Life Force, right? Which again is a brilliant British movie, but with an American director, Toby Hooper, yeah. who made the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Life Force is excellent. It's got one of those British. Royal Shakespeare Company casts absolutely slumming it. Right. But it's great fun. Great fun. Uh, It was called Life Farce when it was (laughs) released by the critics. I love it. And also another great mate of the show, Brian Walton. He mentioned two films. The first, The Keep yeah which is great i think gav mentioned that as well and if you've not seen the keep you need to see it gabriel burns in it for a bit as a nice. as a Nazi. it's a war film filmed in in a slate quarry in wales by <laughs> michael mann <laughs> so that's a film you want to see isn't it, it does. but you can't get uh, it on. it's impossible me to already. get yeah it's It's. on. It's, I think it's on Amazon and Netflix but you can't, it's really hard to get on DVD and the other film that Brian mentioned was a, a real favourite of mine um, but not crap at all mm. uh, which is The Company of Wolves
1: which Excellent. is just brilliant
0: Didn't someone recommend so, one called Extro as well Yeah that was Mick and Extro is Mint um, again <laughs> you can get, I've got the film that was another one where I was taken with the film soundtrack cover yeah. and the film poster before i got to see the film yeah but i saw the poster that it looks scary as hell it's it's scary it's, it's got, got some really really, really
1: things in, from the 80s yeah. that just yeah. put chills at your spine before you even watch the
0: movie yeah and it's one of those movies that has gotten very very little humor in it mm. it's played straight which actually for horror sometimes is to be appreciated yeah so those were some honourable mentions. We did get some other things in, but I haven't got the yeah, names. Yeah, I've, of I've people, got a couple here. My, my, go my, on, oh, go uh, on mate.
1: Emma, my sister, who listens to the yeah. show, she she recommended Staggered. Oh with yeah, I no, I love that. Yeah, yeah. I've not it I, it I haven't years. seen it for years either, so I, I might have to watch that later. Yeah. Um, and Gregory's Girl, which links nicely into the film, I want to talk about for for a few minutes. Um, yeah. Well. But, the lovely Gregory's Beth. Girl is oh, a so low-budget
0: classic, isn't it? Sorry, I was just going to say Gregory's Girl is a great, great one, and I think we mm. should look at c- c- the genres separately later yeah. if we've done fantasy today. But talk about what you. So done. that's that's, that's by
1: about. that's directed by Bill Forsyth, who's who's mm. a critically acclaimed director. And that's his. I I guess that's his biggest film. But his first film was called That Sinking Feeling, which was recommended by the lovely Beth. And she, as soon as I read the synopsis for this film, I thought, right, watching it. Um, So I've watched That Sinking Feeling, which is a 1979 comedy um, about a a bunch of sort of teenagers in Glasgow who are down on. Well, I wouldn't even say down on the look. Basically, there's no. Mm. It's it's a. Time of of unemployment, and then they've got no sort of prospects, and they're sick of of their situation, so they come up with this sort of um, idea to rob um, a warehouse of uh, a a great number of sinks. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) because they can sell them for 40 quid a time or something. Um, And what's brilliant about it is, I don't think you can find a lower budget movie on Earth.
0: Um, <laughs> and it's a cheap. it was the cheapest film ever wasn't it or something yeah I, I don't know if it released. still is but
1: it certainly held that record for a yeah. long time and um, I know Mark Commode um, who's he's a slightly more famous um, person who talks about films um, but <laughs> than you or I he's a huge fan of, of Bill Forsyth and of this film but I didn't know that until after I'd watched it um, right. and he's, he's interviewed Bill Forsyth about this film and um, it Bill showed him the 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 budgets for the film and how they broke it down mm. and it's literally they were literally accounting for like 60p for a cream bun and stuff in it. It's just mm. obscene how tight the purse yeah. strings were for this film. And the yeah. entire cast of it were the local drama group I I, I think the Glasgow yeah. Youth Theatre. Um, yeah. So and they don't hide that, they kind of embrace it. You've got old characters being played clearly by 19-year-olds and and, and, and yeah. 20-year-olds and so on. Um, and that 's kind of what makes it slightly crap from from my perspective looking back on it because the acting is 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 cranky um, yeah. from some of them um but but you know you can 't really critique that because considering the no. constraints of the movie it 's outstanding what they achieved hmm. um, and what really shone through for me was yeah, it's really dated, and it's 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 not great in terms of its acting, and obviously, mm. like the budget shows in in all aspects of the film, it 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 feels a, barely above a high school play, essentially, like a sixth form college mm. play or something. Um, but it's so funny, and the script is just dynamite and they, right. they play to that script really really well they don't they don't yeah. kill any of the jokes with the acting they, they nail everything yeah um, which makes it so joyous to watch um, and it's yeah. just so funny and and just some clever tricks that don't need money to to achieve like there's a scene near the beginning where they're all having a chat in a car and then it just pans out and the car's got no wheels <laughs> it's just like yeah. a derelict yeah. car in the middle of a field and yeah. it's just so funny um so I really really enjoyed it and the kids watched it with me actually and they, they, they obviously didn't really get it but they, they weren't complaining and for a 5 year old no. and a 10 year old to sit through a 1979 film with no budget and yeah. not complain I think was actually in some ways a, a, <laughs> a, a really nice compliment to the film yeah um, so yeah. it's so charming yet, yet obviously shoddy in, in some ways and I don't mean that in a disrespectful way at all but it it, mm. it, it wears it's heart on it's sleeve and it's it's it's, if, you, if you're if you able to watch it I had to I had to get a five day um, trial to BFI film on, mm. on Amazon which I think I'm going to renew actually because I saw all the other films on there and they're absolutely cracking um, it, so you can watch it for free if you want to you just have to be aware that you're going to have to join something and then cancel shortly after so you don't get mm. charged for it and um, it's really funny, and it makes me want to watch. I'm, I'm sure Gregory's Girl is just an extension of that. I know it's got the same, ca- much of the same cast. Um, anyway, I'll pass it, over to it, you. I know you're more knowledgeable about these it, things. You've it, got a history with it, them more it, than well. I have,
0: no, but. I mean it's all experiential as well because I've I've not actually watched it, but I'm very I'm more than aware of it of, of what it is, and mm. I'm really heartened by the fact that you enjoyed it, and it's actually spurred me on to dig out my Blu-ray because I bought it because i'm i'm like because i'm like that because i really wanted to watch it and um i, I love gregory's girl again another really important film and um but local hero which was his first sort of foray into hollywood and yeah. i'm talking about the director now his and his first foray into hollywood in 1983 that was just every. It's just that's just secondary to Jaws to you, doesn't it? That film, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, there's a sort of rotor on numbers two, three, four, and five. But Local Hero is just really wonderful. But I think it's a really. I'm I'm really heartened actually, Ed, by what you've said about it, and I'm I'm going to go and look at it. I was really worried that you were going to say it was just awful, <laughs> but I, I'm really glad you've taken it in the spirit that it was intended. And I've heard um, I've heard him speak about it. You know. Um, oh god, my, ne- my mind's just gone blank uh, Bill Forsyth, talk yeah. about it me and Bill, and, I keep saying just uh,
1: Bill it's just me and Bill just just
0: we'll talk, so, will. Bill, Bill, <laughs> will. just talking about uh, just how talk, talking about how difficult it was to get it made and stuff and, and yeah. he's ju- it's just uh, it's just heartening anyway, so I'm going to go and watch that now but mm. um, uh, but I really love Greg, Gregory's Girl, there's a film called Comfort and Joy as well about uh, with Bill Patterson in which is just Mint as well yeah. and um, yeah Local Hero so that, that, I'm really glad you enjoyed that That's yeah That's I really great. liked
1: it and I, I've watched some other films as well but we've run yeah. out of time I think really to, oh, to, right. to go okay. into them but what, I, what I'd like to lead into yeah. um, I'll talk about it next time but I watched okay. um, Alien Covenant uh, <laughs>
0: right, be, right don't hurt my feelings now don't
1: hurt me yeah Um big I, it's the i mean i'm a big fan of the alien films even Good. i think we've talked yeah. about alien 3 before but um e- even yeah. alien 3 i'm a big fan of um mm. especially the director's cut which was which is extremely different to the the, the original yeah. release um and i watched it primarily because um was it last week they the um ian home died yeah we watched alien we yeah. just sat and watched Alien. And I know it's it's probably not the most respectful way to, to remember him by watching a film that he's not in that's a, con- <laughs> that's a continuation <laughs> yes, of the not, series. Not that is not, not anywhere that. near as good as the yeah. film he was in. Um, yeah. And, oh my God, I watched... I, I, I didn't re-watch Alien, but I watched the performance you know some of his performances in that movie and jesus he's so he's frighteningly good in that film um anyway so i watched alien covenant because it's the only one that i haven't seen yet and i've wanted to watch it Mm. for a while um and i think it's it leads nicely into what i want the theme to be next week which is sci-fi and and like slightly quite crap Sci fi films, I think, might be okay. a nice thing to explore. And, and I'll talk a little bit about Alien Covenant next time it, it, in that theme. Um, yeah. So if people have recommendations of, of, I mean, it's a big genre again. Um, yeah, are we
0: are talking. So we talk because you're talking Alien, and we're talking we're talking international, then, aren't we? Any side, yeah, and, and from any
1: any any, yeah. any year as well. I mean, I, it's almost mm. too easy to go to the 70s and 80s to pick a film. So I think I think in some yeah. ways it'd be nice to get a few more slightly more contemporary ones alongside them. Um, yeah. Like to me, Alien Covenant is is, is a great example of a slightly quite crap film it, it, it's really yeah. enjoyable but it's not great um, yeah
0: but, but does it
1: matter if what it's great if you enjoy cool? it you know so
0: well, let, let's let's ask our listeners to send us some examples. Get in touch on the Facebooks and the Twitters, mm. and just um, and and you know you can go through our the actual formal pages, or you could just drop us a line, um, Ed and myself, and just let us know what science fiction films you think are worth talking about. In the in the you know, we, I mean, I, I think what's quite nice about what we're doing here, Ed, is that we're not. You know, we're not at war with these films. We we, we like we actually have got a strong affection for, for yeah. all of them uh, that we talked I about. Don't, I
1: think if I absolutely despised the film and had nothing fun to say about it, I just wouldn't yeah. put it in here. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got to just tell you this before we finish. Go on. Um, I'm flicking through uh, Netflix or something, and Maria, me and Maria aren't so far. We're looking at, and we're flicking through, and I stopped on Zombievers, and she went, <laughs> "Zombievers, what the hell's that?" And I went, "Well, actually." that's one of Ed, Ed's favourite films and he did half a podcast about it recently and she just looked at me like and shook her head <laughs> that means I'm not welcome to come round next time <laughs> no that's a buzzing one, science fiction that's going to be great, I can't wait for that one yeah let's do it all right, I okay, think we'll wrap so, things
1: up there then, guys.
0: F- thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Please tell tell everyone you can about, or anyone who's actually like us a lot. Like us a lot. Everyone who's like us like me and Ed and you. Yeah. Just get them to listen to our podcast because we'll, we'll thrive in that way. And we're really grateful for the, for the messages, the support and the listenership we've got so far. Brilliant.
1: Absolutely. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. The Slightly Crap Film podcast was brought to you by Hal Roberts and me, Ed Southall, in partnership with our wonderful sponsors, Freaky Frank's Fungal Foot Powder and Simon's Fish Bazaar, where every fish is an awkward surprise. Find us on Facebook at Crap Film Podcast. And then do it all over again on Twitter at Crap Film Podcast because you can never get enough of a crap thing.